Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, what's going on, everybody out there in the potosphere and the internet? What is going on? Welcome to our season finale of season two of the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters podcast. So, we're joined by a couple special guests tonight, but let me pull on my co host right now. Hello, everyone. What is going on? Uh, nothing much getting ready for a fun-filled <laughs> discussion tonight absolutely oh wow so let me get these names turned on and everything there we go all right so yeah we're just gonna have a discussion about the last year or so what's been going on in the world of ufos and the paranormal and all that fun stuff so i see we've got a few people watching so welcome everybody Hopefully you enjoy the live stream and a couple things I just want to talk about a little bit is one of them is that this will be our last live stream until January, probably about the middle of January at this point. Um, same thing with the podcast, the audio podcast. So um, we're going to take our own Christmas break. Yeah, we usually take Christmas break with the kids and chill out for a little bit because it can get a little a little bit too much dealing with a lot of things especially with a live stream now 
So, all right, Michelle, what, what's uh, anything kicking out there on uh, chat and no, people watching? No, nothing Kinda yet. Kind of quiet right now? So. Yeah. A little quiet, a little quiet. I know there's a lot of live streams going on with podcasters right now, getting ready for Christmas and kind of doing the same thing. We are going to take a break in, uh, for a couple weeks and chill out. And drink more coffee. Drink more <laughs> coffee. Yes, everybody drink. Take a drink of coffee. All right. Mm -hmm. There we go. You got to have your coffee. You got to have your coffee. So I guess, Michelle, you need to tell everybody, like, what kind of podcast this is. What's this going is on? The, the only podcast that goes down the rabbit hole on an escalator. Oh, man. You nailed it. You nailed it. And I'm messing it up. Here we go. Wait a minute. Oh. There's the escalator. Look at me. There I am. Suitcase in hand. Yeah. And yep. I grew yeah. my hair out. Yeah. Your hair is <laughs> a lot longer. And uh, wow. Wow. Wait a minute. Let's, let's see that one more time. Hold on. Man, those stairs look nice. Oh, yeah. That girl's ready to travel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at her. She's she's fired up. Man, she's probably heading to a casino she's or something. My, she's my spirit you know? human. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Oh, there she goes again. There. It's yeah. her twin. Yeah. Okay. Hi Rick, how are you tonight? Hey, yeah, we Rick see we got Rick us. in the pot in the uh, live chat. So hey, Rick, how's it going? Rick Davis, thanks for joining us, man. All right, I guess that's enough of that. We should just kind of turn. I know that he's off, like teasing know? me with that suitcase. I know it's like I'm ready for a vacation. You're ready for a vacation. Would love to get to someplace warm. Yeah, we're still a few months with out. some sun. Because <laughs> in Michigan, this sucks, man. And um. Man, that's one of the things we're going to talk about uh, with some of our uh, our buddies here in a minute. We're going to bring on the other two amigos. So we've got three amigos and one amiga. So it'll be our, our normal uh, roundtable group here. Yeah. All right. So first of all, let's bring on the old man, the curmudgeon, who wants to get everybody off of his lawn, including the UFOs <laughs> and the little gray aliens that are zipping around and, and causing problems, or are those raccoons? I don't know. Let's see. Guy? Welcome, hey. Welcome, people of Earth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Guy, how's everything going, man? Oh, I told you before we went on air in the green room, I... I was going to take this little half hour nap after dinner and slept for like two hours. So if I, if I'm tangential and don't make a lot of sense, it's I'll probably work up to a normal rate of heartbeat before this thing is totally over. So, <laughs> well, you know what, man, that's how we are all the time. So oh, man. Really matter, I was right? out, man. I was out. <laughs> Linda said, when we do the podcast like this, you message me on messenger. You say, Hey, you guys ready? And, I, when I finally woke up, she said, hey, your computer's been going crazy. And I'm like, yeah, I, I know. That would be that would be our, our next uh, co-host fault, because that would be Burton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he had sent, sent a couple of messages and they, they was dinging and, you know. Yeah. I, I, yes, I don't know. Burton, were you worried that I uh, forgot to send you the code oh. to get into StreamYard? Or? No, I was just, I was, I was sitting out there getting ready. So I was just like gearing up for it. I was making all the posts on all the social medias and everything. So I was yeah, I saw that. Amping so up. Awesome. Getting it out there. So yes. cool, man. So what's been going on with you? Um, <laughs> Honestly, much, much the opposite. Uh, The last, I don't know, 
Nice. 20 or so hours for me have been pretty crazy. Um, I actually went down to Detroit last night um, to see a band. I'm not sure if you are a fan of them, Wayne, but you might be. I went and saw uh, the Cro-Mags last night. Oh, God, man. That's <laughs> that's old school. Yeah. Yeah. Real old school. They were fantastic. They were absolutely killer. Uh, that was a great show. And then I uh, came back to Lansing and then had to go down to Ann Arbor very early this morning uh, because my sister um, graduated from U of M with her master's degree in social work. Nice. So, uh, I got to go see that today. That was really cool. Yeah. So shout out to my sister, Katie. If she's yeah, shout out. Congratulations, Katie. Yeah. I've yeah. seen a lot of pictures on Facebook today. Coworkers and friends of mine getting yeah. all their master's degrees. Well, it's yeah. that time. It's the end of the yep. semester. Yeah. And that's uh, kind of where we're at with school. Man, I remember those days. <laughs> yeah. It was a long time ago. Now I got to deal with uh, the high school semester, you know, the end of semester one and the kids getting ready to take their midterms and all that good stuff. So, mm-hmm. and I don't know, Michelle, middle school, are, are you guys doing like midterm exams and things? Or no, you, not. You just kind of hand my... wave them on to the high school. No, this is called <laughs> survival week. So yeah. after getting through growth measure testing and this week, we're going back into, uh, the 1943 screenplay from Lucille Fletcher. Sorry, wrong number. Got to go a little, little murder mystery on him from the 1940s. Oh, that's, cool. that's cool. Cool. Yeah. So one of the things I want to do real quick is I want to do a share screen here and I want to just show everybody if you're interested in helping um, support the podcast, whether it's the live stream or, um, you know, our normal podcast, you can do that. I'm going to show you if you want to buy merchandise. So right there, this is our website here and you can find this store. Uh, it is uh, www.myufopodcaststore. That's all one word up there and uh, dot online. And that's all you have to type in, and that'll get you to our our merchandise store. And you can see we've got uh, T-shirts now with a little left breast pocket design, and then on the back it has the driver, what we who we call driver, our little alien dude right there, right. And then we've got uh, the design kind of flip flopped where we put driver on the front on the left breast pocket, and then we got the UFO over in hitting a guy's house there in Flint with a laser beam. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Some shameless advertising, Wayne. <laughs> well, you know, I know sometimes people get confused when we put things out there on the, uh, out there in um, like the audio podcast. It's kind of he- hard to hear it and follow along, but we got hoodies. We got zip up hoodies with the same kind of design that was kind of our thing for season two was doing like a front and a back tank tops and doing that design of course it jacked up the price on top of the price of everything else just going up normally so we try to keep it as little as possible (laughs) that's like a local trip to the grocery store i walk out spending 120 for more dollars i'm like what did i buy (laughs) yeah when you can carry everything in two shopping bags and you spend 120 dollars, it's ridiculous crazy yeah but anyway so if anybody's interested in in uh supporting the podcast 
all that money goes to like funding me and Michelle going on any kind of expeditions or going to not expeditions, but what am I trying to say? Conferences, like conferences and things like that. We just put that money aside because there is one coming up here that I'm going to be going to in June. And I'm going to talk about that here in a little bit. What's up, Burton? Who did that wonderful artwork for you again? Oh, that was my middle child, Abby. Abigail, oh, named so after cool. the King Diamond al album, of course. No way. Really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. That's so metal, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, should, yeah. You should use that money to go to the casino, and then maybe you could pay for the groceries. <laughs> <laughs> dude, if if you're using money from uh, something no, no, like no, this no. to try I'm to... Li I live in a casino. You're not going to be there long. No, no, we might no, be there I, 30 I, minutes. I had my own room for six months at the Dunes Casino right downtown Las Vegas. I have two king size beds. I we were the house band at the Dunes Casino, and uh, uh, I took gambling lessons. Uh, we we called it Lost Wages, Nevada. You know, I <laughs> I don't even buy lottery tickets, man. Really, I don't. I've bought a lottery ticket in like thirty five years. So. That bad, huh? But you're a house band in a Vegas casino. That has to be yeah, it was neat. Wow. It was a lot of. I mean, it was fun it, at the time. It was you know, it was living large, and uh, you know, I'd be playing poker, and I remember who was the guy that was the star in Psycho, Anthony Tony Perkins. Was that his name? Oh God, Anthony You'd see all Perkins, these yeah. all these yeah, people yeah. be walking by while you're playing cards, and you know, and and uh, I'd I'd play I'd play poker so long I'd have sugar attacks, and I'd call my my then wife on the house phone and tell her to bring me a cheese sandwich. Yeah. I mean, I became a guy that, that pure once in a blue moon played the piano and was a poker player and it didn't work out that well. So there was a time my youngest brother actually got banned from Las Vegas for, it, it was a number of years, but he used to play poker with Telly Savalas. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, you meet people like that. Yeah. So yeah. he would end up on the poker table with, with Telly Savalas a few times. But yeah, he used to do pretty well. And one point, they I don't know if they accused him of counting cards or what it was, but oh. he he was banned from the strip for a while. <laughs> I almost got us fired. We had a it was a kind of a country pop show thing. And we had this absolutely monstrously good fiddle player. He was a savant. He was 16 looked about 20. He went on to work with George Jones and George Strait and every mm -hmm. big uh, major country artist there was. And he kept bugging me. He lived right there in Las Vegas. He wanted to go play poker. This is a funny story. Nothing to do with UFOs. This would be a great story if he got abducted by aliens at the end, but it doesn't <laughs> happen. But 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 it he would bother me all the time. Guy, guy, take me. He was from Texas originally. I want to play poker. I want to play poker. And, you know, I think in Vegas, you think of it, it's a pretty big town, basically. Finally, I said, all right, Vance, I'll take you down there, but you're 16, man. Keep a low profile. You're not out doing anything stupid. And he's a nice kid. I mean, I ended up hooking up with him later, but, you know, as a friend. But anyway, take him down there to play poker to the poker room, and they all know me, right? And uh, we're playing poker, and we've been playing for like 20 minutes, and he leans over, and he goes, guy, guy. That dealer, he's my shop teacher. And I was like, oh, no. I get a call about 8 o'clock in the morning from my boss, Roy Claiborne, who is this, this kind of a big star in Vegas, the guy I work for. He's, Hoss, Hoss, what the hell are you doing? We're about, we're about to get fired. And, I mean, I got my butt chewed out. Like, we almost got fired because, you know, that dude went and told them. 
Hey, Mr. Merritt down there in the, from the Oasis Lounge is bringing one of my students in here to play poker. <laughs> it was bad, man. Oh, that's yeah, my. That's, no, like I said, and then he got abducted by aliens and probed. And, <laughs> no, none probed. of that happened. I don't know what I'm talking about. See, in a year, I'm tired. What can I tell you? Could have turned out like uh, Vegas vacation where he started dropping coins and winning cards. <laughs> I didn't, you know what? I love those vacations. I don't think I've ever seen that one. And I like, oh, those. Vegas vacation is one of my favorite. I'll have to watch ones. that. I'll have to watch that. I like, the, I like the one where they drive across the country and grandma's dead on the roof. And <laughs> what, what's that one? You know, it's what like, is that? I think it is a Christmas vacation. No, that's not Christmas vacation. No, 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 they're going to Wally World. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a summer summer vacation. Yeah. No, it's just the first it's just the first vacation. Yeah, yeah. 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 And he's so intent upon getting there that grandma dies and he just ties her to the roof of the car. Yeah. It's crazy. (laughs) No, the Christmas vacation is the one with the tree on top of the car and they end up you know launching it. Yeah, that's what I saw that. (laughs) I saw that one too. Yeah, they're fun movies, you know. So speaking of conferences and dead grandmas, but let's, you know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you're going to see a dead grandma at the conference you're going to. This is going to be a re- this is going to be really popular a really popular video on, among people that go to Gamblers Anonymous. You know, I, I don't know what we're talking about here, man. Well, well one of the things we're talking about is this right here. So I ended up getting my ticket and all set up to go on oh, very cool. to this right here. It's the Cosmic Summit 2023. It's in June from June 16th through the 18th in 2023. It's going to be at the Crown Plaza Resort in Asheville, North Carolina. And here are your four big headliners, one of which we've already had on the podcast, and that's Johanna James. She's a pretty awesome, nice young lady, um, very into the Atlantis ancient technology stuff. And um, so she's she's learning and, and getting into it, been to Egypt a couple times, doing her own videos. Um, and she brings, you know, that comedic flavor to it. She's a comedic actress from the UK. So, you know, she kind of uh, brings that to it. And then obviously we got Randall Carlson and Graham Hancock, and then Jimmy Corsetti will be there as well. And then uh, if we scroll down here a little bit, we've got a lot more people that are going to be there, actually. Yeah. We've yeah. got Micah Hanks that's going to be there. Uh, ben Van Kirkwick, which we've had on the podcast. We had him on right before Johanna, didn't we? Yeah, and then and Matt Lohmeyer. We had we've him, had on, him on the show. And then Russ Allen yep. from the Snake Bros, the Brothers of the Serpent podcast. So him and his brother Kyle have been on. Hopefully they're stocked with wine when they come to bring <laughs> some of their own. Yeah. And then these guys here, I think most of these guys that you see here are from the, um, they're working on the, uh, what do I want to say? The the younger driest impact theory. So um I think most of them are part of that. Um, so, you know, hopefully going to be learning more about them. And you can find all their videos on this page and things like that. The Joe Rogan experience. and Yeah, this was called the Merry Christmas, Happy Birthday, Happy Father's Day gift to Wayne. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's all my gifts and like 
one <laughs> one hit. Seriously, in like one nutshell, it was like it's covering a few. Yeah. I guess the rest of us can buy him some socks and underwear. <laughs> Be struggling. It's a struggle out so, there. Some Michigan that. UFO t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I am going to pick up a couple to take down there to hand to, to Johanna and Randall and Graham and stuff. Oh, that, so that's that's going to be a fresh really drive with Randall Carlson and Graham Hancock to come on the show. Yeah, you know, yeah. I was told by Russ when we had the Snake Brothers on the podcast, and I talked to Russ. He said Randall wants to come on your podcast. He said he would come oh. on. I've talked to him like, well, I've sent him like seven emails, and I don't know if they're not because he gave me his email address. I don't know if they're uh, just going right. into spam or right. You never know. He's really busy, anyways. Yeah, so, but you know, you know, it's a different thing. Yeah, and and but I think now I'm going to have them. Yeah, exactly. And I <laughs> in the same I, I think, room. I think you're yeah exactly like you're going to have a really great time with that because from that's that's number one thing from uh, doing Lost in the Dark podcast. The other one, uh, it. When you when you have someone on the show and then like for, for that show, it's usually I end up going to see them play uh, perform live. You know what I mean? And then you get to. Be, but when you're in the same room as them and you get to finally meet them in person and everything, it's like a totally different. You know, it's like you're already friends. It's like you're, you're going there to meet up with your friends that mm -hmm. you've already talked to for a long time. And yeah. it's, it's a really cool experience to, to get to do that. So uh, I think you're going to. Yeah, you're going to have a blast, man. That's going to be great. Yeah, should definitely I, take a I, like a video camera and film as much well, as you can or something. They've got like a barbecue one of the days and everything to socialize. Oh, yeah, oh, so it's like I'm just I'm right. flying him out on Friday, <laughs> and he can fly back on Monday. Yep. That way, take you know take advantage of all of it. And it's yeah, right oh, at totally. the end of the school year too. Yeah. So oh, I've perfect. never been to one of these. You know, I've had these odd experiences, and I I didn't even know anything about. I didn't know of any groups. Uh, I made some YouTube videos to try to find more witnesses and stuff, but I didn't know of any groups. Uh, I didn't follow these conferences. Never been to one. Uh, nobody's ever called me and said, Guy, would you, would you like to come speak? I mean, you know, because they're, they're not insane. You know, they're, but <laughs> well, you don't thinking, have a book yet, man. No, so. no, no. I was going to say, no, I told Linda, I said, you know, before this started, I said, you know, everybody's got. That, that, that's on there. They have a book. And so I was going to hold, I'm going to say, I want to tell you guys seriously about my latest book. It's, it's right here. I, I have to have it back to the library by Wednesday or it's 85 <laughs> cents a day. <laughs> it's, uh, that was my latest book. And uh, it's going to be overdue on Wednesday. Oh, I, I can't even write a grocery list. I, I, I mean, I just, but, yeah. but it, but now, but nowadays, traditionally, yes, like you had to have a book or a TV show to be on, to be in one of these, to ask to become to one of these conferences or to be on uh, something like Coast to Coast AM or something like that. But now it's a YouTube channel or a podcast or, you know, something anybody, yeah, anybody can so. really do. The, the community has gotten so much larger because of that. Legacy media is dying, if not already dead. It I just doesn't so. know it yet. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, because yeah. It, I agree. They, you know? They've been, you know, as far as I'm concerned, man, they've been gaslighting people for 50 years on the news it, and everything else. Oh man. yeah, just yeah. I can't stand it. I just, I, I just, they just lie a lot. I mean, they do. Yep. I mean, 
I didn't, I, we never do politics at all on here and I'm not going to get political, but I'm not a Trump guy, but I, he's right about the news. I mean, about it being fake. It's just, I've said to Linda, I've said, you know, whether or not I support him is irrelevant. I mean, that is perhaps uncomfortably for some people. I mean, he's right about that. You know, they lie about, you know, supposedly Lee Harvey Oswald shot JFK and I didn't, <laughs> yeah, I, didn't right. I didn't believe it when I was 11. <laughs> You know, when I was 11, I went, this smells really, really funny. Yeah. And I was yeah. 11. And now with all the stuff that's, that's out there, one. there's an avalanche of evidence. Well, the 1978 Senate Special House Committee on Assassinations, which was after the, the Warren Commission report, arrived at the conclusion that there was a 95% or chance, 95% or better chance that JFK was killed as, you know, as a consequence of a, a conspiracy. And people kind of forget that. And just the other yesterday, MSNBC had a bunch of videos about did these people that were that were they released a bunch of new JFK documents, and these people were were, were screaming that that if only they would have released this stuff, we could have shown that it was Oswald. This shows it was. I mean, they're still saying the same stuff, and I'm like, you know, you guys are still lying to me, you know. Hmm. And it's like I just I can't listen to like CNN and MSNBC or even. I just listen to uh, like independent news, you know. So yeah, yeah. I grew up in a household where CNN was on loop. Well, I used to. You know, I'm, I'm gonna confess. You know, it's just like I'm going to confession if I was Catholic or something. I used to watch CNN somewhat, you know, and then I started, you know, my, I think my consciousness was a little bit raised, and I started kind of seeing, you know, this is a setup, and you guys are trying to get me mad about. It. You're trying to get me mad at these guys so these guys can get mad at me and yada. yada. It's kabuki theater. It's like, it's just, it's theater. It's not really news in my opinion. And I know people are dying to hear my opinion on, you know, <laughs> the, 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 you know, morality, the nature of the world. You know, this is why people tune in because they know that I'm an oracle of truth. And, <laughs> You know, no, I just I just don't trust those outfits. I like independent news, independent media. Well, guy, you've got Rick saying that he trusts you and your story more since you've not written a book. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I mean, seriously, I this stuff happened to me and it really kind of screwed me up. It was so shocking and I never was in it to make a nickel. I mean, I joke about it with you guys. You know, I've joked previously. I, so far, I'm in the hole. Twenty six bucks for a T-shirt. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, but I like the T-shirt. It's a it's a very high quality T-shirt. Really good T-shirt. I have two of them. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Thanks. I didn't get ripped off. I would recommend them. Yeah. And there yeah. you go. There you go. <laughs> He's got his. You know, I almost wore my tonight. I I keep it. It was so. It helps set the so moment. high quality and pricey. I don't want to like wreck it. So and I I I paint all the time and. And, and so it's, I've got it in the closet. I never wore it. I almost wore it tonight. But no, I, I've thought about it. You know, I'm like, what do people think is in these stories for anybody? I mean, like I was daydreaming today thinking, you know, why would, you know, before this happened to me, I hear people tell stories now and then just inadvertently, you know, my grandma bought the National Enquirer. And I remember reading the story about Betty and Barney Hill when I was 12 and look. Mm -hmm. And I just, I went, it's so bizarre. I went to Linda's house, my wife's house. They lived next door. When I was 12, I went over there and they had, there you go. 
What's that? Fact, fiction, and flying. This is the book I got. Oh, yeah. Just recently from Kathleen Martin. Speaking of uh, wow. Betty and Barney Betty Hill. Betty and Barney Hill. Yeah, this so was Denise. her book that she wrote with uh, Stanton yep. Friedman. And check yeah. this out. This is cool because you know Stanton Friedman had passed away, but. But he signed them. He what? signed. He oh, signed wow. plates. So I got both of their signatures. Wow. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, yeah. So I was very happy to get that. So I got a lot of reading. I'll, to do. I'll tell you a wild one. I sent an email years and years ago. There's a guy named Jeff Rents. He's, he's oh yeah. I, I think the guy's okay. He's kind of politically polarizing, but like like 20 years ago, I sent the guy an email and just told him. I mean, in like two sentences that I liked his show told him what happened to me and he said would you like to come on the show and i was like i was nervous as hell man i was like well i guess and so i went on there and uh and i was on a, a you know a what do you call it like a party line, like this but not with video and it was me jeff Rentz, and stanton friedman nice wow that was yeah for real that was i was stunned when because he didn't tell me he was going to be and he was asking me questions you know stanton friedman it was bizarre, cool. but that was, I guess that's my, that was my big claim to fame till I met Wayne and Michelle. And then <laughs> now I'm. Now you're famous. Now if I could just borrow money from you guys, I'd <laughs> really be famous. You know, no, I'm kidding. No, I, I just never tried to make him. I just told people this stuff because I'm like, I think people need to know this. And I'm, I'm tired of the BS, you know, the lying about it because. You know, someday, maybe tonight, this is long, I'll shut up, but uh, I've got a couple of stories, that, you know, because I've been open about it. I've got two friends in particular that have come to, to me and told me just crazy UFO stories, crazy. Sure. And these people, by chance, by just by chance, are both very conservative pol politically and evangelicals. And I've known them for like 35 and 40 years, and there's no way these people would make this up. But because I'm honest about it, they've told me these stories. I was stunned when I heard them, you know. And, I mean, we're talking UFOs, like, up close. One, I think, I'm, I'll, I really think this guy was abducted. And uh, it's they're just crazy stories. But, you know, I just think it's important that we talk about it and talk, tell the truth. And I, as far as making money, I think money kind of, I don't mean for you guys to sell T-shirts and that stuff and, you know, but I mean, you know, the people that do this kind of for a living day in and even Linda Moulton, how God bless her. And I think she's terrific in a lot of ways. I got a buddy that's had a lot of experience, a lot of experiences. I mean, he's seen a lot of UFOs. He's got pictures of them and, and he doesn't trust her because she's so into the money part of it. And yep. I think she's, you know, I, I feel like she's done a lot of good work, you know, I don't, but, mm -hmm. but, but it does. For some people, it calls into question a person's motives. You know, they're, you know, always trying to make money. And you know, I never tried to make any money. I just thought people better know this stuff or, you know, you don't want to learn this. Yeah, I think there'd be like a like a societal 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 psychosis. I told you I just woke up. Yeah. Everybody learned this too suddenly. That's my big freak out is like this stuff is real, man. I've seen it. 
know. Well, just real quick, we got Barry joining us now. So, hey, Barry, welcome. Uh, and we had Ian show up. So thanks, Ian Armstrong, for showing up. You guys are awesome. Thanks for hanging out with us. And Barry, you're never late. You show up <laughs> on time. Exactly when you're supposed to show up. So we're just uh, starting to dip into our little conversation about things and talking. So Burton, what's going on, man? I actually really like what Rick said um, because that was a thought that I had. I, I remember being, I, I can't remember how old I was, maybe like 13, 14, 15 years old, something like that somewhere like, uh, and, and listening to like coast to coast AM. I was a fan at the time. And I think I was, yeah, somewhere around there. And I remember thinking at one point in time, like every single person coming on here is kind of not, not, not saying, not, not saying this in a bad way or anything like that, but they're kind of like hawking something. They're trying to sell yeah. some, everybody has something to sell. And I was like, where's, where's the people that don't have any, where's the people yeah. with just the stories? Exactly. So, and and you know, and in on some level, though, if 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 something, if you're an if you're an experiencer and and something extraordinary happened to you, and you write about it, and that's your way into the community to 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 connect with more people and and, and do it in a, in a positive way, that's one thing. But like, yeah, like uh, it, I just started noticing at one point in time, everybody has this is every single one is an advertisement. Every single one is advertising something, and it just. It kind of started to rub me the wrong way after a little while. Yeah, so I really like what Rick said. That was that's actually a really good point. Yeah, and I, and that I is a good point. And I think there's a lot of benefit in things like podcasts now, where like you know I you know I I, I do the podcast. I've never made a dime off any of it. So uh, I, um, and I'm fine with that. I don't care. That's not why I do it. So it's 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 a little. I feel like this medium at least could be interpreted as a little bit more honest in that context. No, that's a great, that's a great analysis. And I think, I think obviously it's, you're right. I mean, that's, it's not tainted by nobody can look at a guy like you or me and say, well, they're doing it for one, one big thing that people have got is it's money or it's, mm -hmm. it's attention. Like anybody needs attention. Atten right, that, right. Right. And my friends got abducted by aliens and I was under the ship and, you know, a blue light. I know, no, this makes you sound schizophrenic. Or, you know, you're, you're painting a target on your back, but, but a, a big thing is money and that you're right. I mean, it's, it's a little more believable and people can, I think, I hope can take it a bit more seriously when they realize, well, he's not, in, you know, they're not making money at this. You know? Yeah. Well, let's, let's look at what Barry's saying here. Cause I really like this and, uh, or Rick and then Barry. So check this out. So Rick says, and we are the ones that most people will not believe if you write about little green men, you can make a fortune. See, but Wayne has also talked to me about writing kids books. And if I wrote a kid's book, I would actually write one about our character driver. Yeah. And actually include our experience. That's so hard. I'll just that would start. Be that would I'll, be I'll, just, I'll just start with the young crowd. That will sell. That will no. sell. Uh, okay. Yeah. We, you know, and we have been moving through the, the technology age here, like at the speed of light. I mean, it's crazy about the stuff that we can do in like VR and things like that. And then uh, the Internet and all of that printed paper and things, printed books are, are going the way of the dodo bird. And mm -hmm. like Barry says here, 20 years ago, the book was the only way to communicate. 
And then he says here, which is really cool. um, And usually a book can be more thorough than just a lecture or a short story. Absolutely. Because you can get into the details because what do people want nowadays and what are, what are people basically being conditioned for, you know, with all the way to fast food and things like that, that, that 30 second hit that, and, and a book doesn't fulfill that. So, yeah. So I just wanted to point that out. What's up, Burton? But that is, is, but then isn't it weird though? Like that's, that, that is, you're very right about that. That is 100% true, but it is strange that while that is happening during all of that, all this time, Three hour long podcasts are popular, more popular, like are very popular things. Yes, they like, are. So there is this weird in audiobooks, you know, like people, so many people, if they read a book, it's a lot of time it's on audiobook now, which is fine. But like there is that weird thing of most of the time we want the information in a quick hit, but there's another part of us that loves the long format. Yeah. And you know, um, one of the things about that is I think kind of what, what Barry is saying here again, you know, he's got a lot of good points. He says also a book you can do on your own time. It's nice to take a book up to the cabin. Now with that being said, even though like we're doing this show right now, we just basically started these live streams. These are brand new and it says there's seven or 10 people coming and going and and watching. But then I put it, out on the the out in the ether right on the internet and it'll be 300 400 listens and watches you know after we're done oh. yeah and that that's within the first couple of days we usually get that so it, yeah i think there's something to it i mean you you can listen to an audiobook when you want to listen to it or doing other things um Yeah, so it's really bizarre, but it seems like people want to make those emotional snap decisions based on, like, the the flashy headlines of the day, you know? And, um, you know, I I just, it it drives me crazy because people then come, you know, to an argument, um, like something like UFOs and things, and they don't know all the details. They just know what they saw Oh, do you see about those three UFO videos from the Navy? Yeah, right. do you know that's what they were just, called? I mean, you, that's just the new, what, Roswell, the new Area 51. That yeah. footage is just, just that new thing that everybody, the newest one that everybody has can can point to, that everybody knows. Yeah. It's so It got so huge, you know. Yeah. But hey, it, it did bring more attention and maybe a few more people to to take it more seriously at the very least. Although like Wayne has pointed out, it's kind of like now they're trying to stuff that genie back in the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it like, is. what is, is this actually, I'm like, come on. When are you people, you know, something that when, when you said, Hey, do you want to come on? And I thought, what are we going to talk about? Something that you, I was listening to you and Kathleen Martin and you guys agreed upon something that I thought was kind of, you guys, you know, I, I sort of feel like a lot of these people, and Kathleen's a lovely person. She's a great gal. But I feel like they kind of live in sort of an echo chamber in the following sense. Uh, she said, I, I'm paraphrasing wildly, but you were, she was talking about disclosure generally. And she was saying, well, look around at, 
and you agreed, you know, well, people didn't even pay attention. They don't care. And, and I'm like, yeah, I, I think they, I think they kind of tune it out. So to, to maintain their emotional well-being, And I think it would be much worse than you guys were kind of agreeing that, that it would be if everybody just found this out tomorrow. I mean, I don't think, I mean, that portion of that, that interview, I was like, nah, man, I don't think it's, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying for me, I'm like, I'm like, I don't think it's like that. I don't think, yeah, people, people's heads did not explode because most people, when I've approached people I know and kind of brought this up and told them a little bit, they, they sort of, there's this mechanism we've got kind of built in. It's almost hardwired. And I was listening to somebody talk about, some anthropologists talk about ape species and we're sort of wired to hang on to old belief systems. He explained it in a scientific way that I can't repeat, but I, people kind of tune it out. I mean, if, if people really saw what I saw, if they had a, for lack of a better term, a spaceship 150 foot above their head and their coworkers got abducted and, and all the other crap that has happened to me, if, if they found it out too suddenly, I, I don't, I don't think it's going to go that swimmingly. This thing that I, I hear all of these people in this, at these conferences, Oh, we're ready for disclosure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you and your friends that have been studying this stuff for the last 50 years. Yeah. The people that are there at the conference, right. I mean, yeah. they, they've heard it. So they're, they already know. Yeah. You're, or at least they're good, firm believers. They're right. Not, that's not a good, yeah. You're talking about a, a rotten uh, data sample there. I mean, yeah, you people are all fine with it. I'm fine with it because I know it's real. But the average Joe, even people that are your friends that will listen to you and kind of go, well, you know, I believe you. Well, they sort of do and they sort of don't. And and it's a defense thing. It's just too much. Yeah, there you go. I, I don't think the disclosure, I don't know how they're ever going to do this, man. I don't, I mean, it's once you've seen the reality of it up close, I'm like, I don't know, man, because I was an open-minded guy. I was not raised in a religious household, really. I mean, I went to to, to church as an adult with an ex-wife on for quite a few years, and but I just mean I, I I didn't I wasn't a religious thinker in terms of science, religion itself. Any I was open-minded, but it still hit me like a ton of bricks to realize that people get abducted, that. There's probably tons of kinds of these things. Uh, we don't know what they, I don't know. I just thought that part of the interview, I was like, boy, that don't sound right to me, but what do I know? Maybe I'm wrong. I've been wrong lots, but. Well, it's I'm, like Barry, Barry says here, it's like Twitter. We knew what was going on. Now that we got the proof, nobody's pulling their hair out. We knew it all along. Yeah. The censorship and suppression of facts, whether you're a Biden fan of, you know, and his son and, all that stuff that was squashed in the the Not pushing of, of this, uh, what was it, Russia helping Trump and all of this stuff, and that's all turned out to be false right. with the help of the FBI, by the way. Right. It's but like, well, let's. Man. I yeah, I don't want to go into that yeah. stuff. I mean, it's yeah, been I proven. Know. And here's the thing: I know people will believe what they want to believe, yeah, especially when it comes to politics and religion. Yeah. So once they're into that 
that framework, and I think it's exactly what you said, Guy, and a big one is the defense mechanism. As soon as something challenges your, you know, your belief system or your worldview, let's put it that way. People yeah. like saying that, um, you know, it, it, it's like, You're holy crap. I mean, imagine, imagine what it would be like if you walk outside one day and you look up and here's the face of God up in the sky, staring down at the planet. Right. What would that do to you? You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, this stuff is real. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh. That is exactly oh, yes. Yeah. Right? Oh, Go ahead, no. Go oh, ahead. No. Any sort any any sudden any sudden complete destruction of your worldview, even if it's like in this case, it might be confirmational to some people, but still it would your worldview to, to be altered that dramatically, that suddenly is just it's hard on a person psychologically, physically. Uh, I mean, the consequences. There's a guy, Ben Hansen, who does a lot of TV shows. He's a very bright guy. He's a really a renaissance man. A guy's a former FBI guy, which makes me not trust him that much. But he's the host of a bunch of, of various UFO specials. I think and he's also yeah, he, I know who yeah, about. yeah. And he's get he's getting a master's right now. I think at Georgetown University. Uh, or, you know, he's in a PhD and he did a doctoral thesis on it's called something like the the psychosocial consequences of Earth of of worldview altering. It's this long damn title that I can't repeat. I've got the video. I downloaded it from YouTube because I've got a thing that'll do that. And he he analyzes the effects, you know, it, it, it tries to estimate what effects something like say the disclosure that aliens were real would have on humanity and, and what would be affected and kind of how, you know, like how COVID, you know, affected the, the world, what would be the effects of some even bigger, uh, I can't, I wish I could remember the title of that video. So it's on YouTube. It's very like, I don't think hardly anybody watched it. It's very academic and it was really good, but, uh, Anyway, it's just, I just think, I just don't know how you tell people this. That's why I made those YouTube videos. I thought, well, you know, the people will see these. They'll think, well, this is just some joker on YouTube. But, you know, but if it just plants a seed, so maybe people aren't so, you know, so, so that they're a little bit more prepared for this. I mean, I just had this, I had nightmares about it. Not about aliens. I had nightmares that these things had landed and people were freaking out. And, and I was trying to help calm people down. I mean, uh, that's the nightmares I've had a couple of times. And, uh, and I thought people have to know this as kooky as it sounds, you know, I mean, I just, I just don't think it's going to go very well. That's anyway, I'm going to shut up. Burton. With, with that, I got to smoke. <laughs> yeah. Don't get yourself all worked up guy. <laughs> where's my blood? Where's my blood pressure medicine? Right. Right. All right. Burton. I, up, man. I think, uh, I, I, you know, there's, there's a guy, you just made a lot of really good points. Uh, when it comes to someone having a direct experience, like any of you three have had that direct of an experience. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that being one thing like, like, yeah. Imagine if, you know, 
I don't know, at at 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time all across North America, at basically from a satellite view, every inch of North America was covered with UFOs, and they released some kind of sonic sound that made us all come outside and see them or something like that. That would be nuts. If everybody had that, ex- that kind of an experience, that would be good. That would be that. Yeah. Yeah. That might be a problem. <laughs> Do you but, think people would even care? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yes. For sure. That's what you guys said on but, the podcast. That was right. what you guys said. Oh, people wouldn't care. And I'm like, oh, they'd my, care. No, my head went. If that, <laughs> if something. My head exploded. I was like, okay, what kind of crack are we smoking? <laughs> I mean, if, if some kind of Twilight Zone act, or, or science fiction thing happened like that, that's one thing. Now, but if, if we're just saying like, I mean, I, I guess then what's the what is our definition of disclosure? Is it who's telling us what then? I guess if it's if if because because we certainly all I think we all don't have a whole lot of trust in the government. So <laughs> like, do we do right we on. do we like trust with with? Let's say they came out and they're like, yeah, here's everything. Would we even believe that? You know what I mean? Nope. I, it's, yeah. It's no, like, what, 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 what does it even look like anymore? So, here's yeah. here's what I say, I and, and Michelle and I have talked about this a little bit, and I've talked about this on other podcasts with people like uh, Rich Giordano from uh, Goofon and things, that what we're doing right now and other people like us are doing right now after they have an experience and start talking about it in a public way like this, mm-hmm. this is disclosure. Yeah. This, this this is this is what you're gonna get because I was gonna say this is all you're gonna get. Exactly. It's just like was it Barry that said that he trusts guy because he doesn't have a book? Yeah, right. Yeah, things like that and like our story and and you know I'm gonna anything I see on TV I know is 97 percent of the time baloney. Yeah, ghost yeah. hunters, all yeah. of that stuff. Okay. Yeah. But when Burton tells me that he was sitting at historic Fort Wayne and had a Coke can go flying off a desk or something like that or fall or no reason for it to move. Lifted up and placed into an open drawer. Right. It was lifted and placed. It was crazy. That's awesome. (laughs) Right. And I, I would believe that. From from a person I can sit there and talk to and ask questions of and look at. Who's not brought to you by, you know, right. Oh, by Coke. Right. (laughs) And, and, you know, uh, on sci-fi channel, it'd be something like this. Listen, guys, I got to tell you about what happened. All right. (laughs) Right after these messages. Spooky music, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, and that was a big thing with the media too, right? I mean, you know, every time was the X Files music. You hated that. Yeah. I hated that. After (laughs) Michelle and I went through what we went through with the UFO. I can't even watch. I don't watch that stuff. Oh my God, man. I've I've never seen I've never seen the X Files. I've never seen, I've told you guys many times, I've never seen five minutes of Star Trek. I don't what? watch. I don't. You know, this happened. It's odd that this happened to me because I was. I got a bachelor of science in psychology. You know, I do drywall, plumbing, and electrical, or modeled a bunch of houses. I mean, I'm not. I'm not that new age foo foo guy. I was a musician, but, uh, you know, I, I wasn't somebody out there looking for this. You know? Right. Right. 
Yeah, that is. I mean, for the record, X Files is a great show. I will say that. But um, yeah, I believe it. I mean, but, whatever you're in, I like documentaries. It, like I watch stuff like how they built a Hoover Dam. You know, I'm a fair enough. Fair I'm enough. a weird guy, man. I'm a weird guy. But it always, every single time when when I would listen to one of your episodes and you would bring that up and you would, you could, I could hear how mad you were getting in your voice. It would make me laugh every time. Like, God, he hates that so much. What? Are you talking about me now? No, no, no. The, the X-Files oh, music. No, and news, Wayne and news with stories. X-Files music. And news stories and, and stuff. Cause, cause, the, cause it's the kitschy thing to do. You know, it's, yeah, right. it's the way for them to kind of lessen it in a way. And it is, it is annoying. And, and, and I would imagine somewhat insulting for 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 real experiencers even even if you whether you like the show or not you know? you know what the thing about it is i don't care what anybody says we all like to pretend we're tough guys you know i worked for a while as a security guard i've had my butt in some cracks all i'm you know this these things are these are traumatic experiences for most people yeah, mine right. was real traumatic yes and uh you know when people fictionalize it and sugarcoat it and put goofy music in it and interrupt it with, like I said, advertisements for, you know, blood pressure pills and adult diapers. And I, you know, I just, it's too, it's too serious for me. I just don't, I can't take it. Or the that. 30th time you've seen the Sky Rizzy commercial and you start to be able to memorize what, what, freaking ailment these what side effects you're gonna end up not with. only the side effects but now you know you know it's for dermatitis or you know some kind of crazy stuff i mean it's it's just this constant wave of propaganda and things i spend more time watching things on youtube anymore and just listening to normal people than watching this stuff because like even fox news you know tucker carlson seems to be interested in ufos and things like that and have, has had gary nolan on there and you My know jeremy, toy, just yeah jeremy corbell and things like that and <laughs> you know but then you see the flying saucer in the background come from the from behind the buildings and it's like what the hell what what are you guys doing you know isn't it, isn't it kind of weird though because like why uh, 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 Thanks, Barry. By the way, that's yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> if there's if there's a show, uh, if there, if there's a television show on the advertisements that they put in it, they are aiming those advertisement advertisements to the demographic that they think is watching, right? Yeah. Uh, it's all just business, right? It, yep. And it, it's really weird to me that those are the kind of commercials because I know a ton, a, a, almost every single person my age or younger that I know is into this stuff. So it's just odd to me that like though, and, and, but now granted a lot of the people that I know and talk to are more um, into like the YouTube side of things and things like that, as opposed to, you know, your travel channel or your sci-fi or whatever. But uh, you know, most, most, most of them probably don't even have cable. They probably just stream everything, but it, it's it's odd to me that they think that that's the demographic when it's not. You know, it's it's very because not not only that though, because some of those full disclosure, some of those shows I do like, and yeah. I'm in some of those groups on on Facebook, and it's 
everybody. It's not one demo. It's uh, every demographic, you know, it's not just one. So it doesn't make sense that they're target. They seem to be advertisingly targeting. I don't know if that's how you say that. Um, targeting the advertisements to, uh, to one, which doesn't seem to make much sense. It's very strange. Yeah. I don't get well, it. I think what you said is, you know, it's, it's business, man. It's yeah. It's big business, and if they can make money off of something, you know, whether it's uh, the, the traumatized, you know, people that, you know, went through something related to UFOs or cryptids or whatever, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna use you to make their that show popular and, yeah, you know, sell yeah. that advertisement 100%. and get that money from that ad revenue and. It's kind of unfortunate, but uh, just so you guys know, we're at 56 minutes already. Whoa. So we got four more minutes oh and we're going to take a break. So, um, oh, book. look, the sex bots have hey. shown up. Charles, that's Charlie the Chihuahua. He's a, Charlie. You, you hear a squeaky toy in the background. That's what he's like chewing on stuff. Charlie. You know, I was going to say, too, I'm sitting here bashing television. Actually, on uh, Discovery Plus, there's a series. Th for instance, this it's is one there. series. It's called uh, Aliens in Alaska. And they've got people that, that, that you know, my instincts tell me are absolutely sincere. And they've had totally bizarre experiences. So it's it's not like I wouldn't totally throw the baby out with the bathwater. But I particularly don't care for fictionalized stuff. I like to hear people talk about their real experiences. Uh and you know, it's not like everybody that's that that's profiled on those shows who's had an experience is lying. I mean, at all. I mean, some of those people are clearly traumatized. It happened, and you know that. You know, you just have to live through the advertising or buy the deluxe yeah. package, which we do, because I don't want to be interrupted with advertising. It just yeah. ruins it for me. Me too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, here's you guys got some homework over the five minute break here. So what I want you guys to do is each come up with something from the podcast, or it doesn't even have to be the podcast, something you want to bring up, whether it was the latest episode, um, something from a previous episode this season, and, you know, bring it up. Let's talk about it. And uh, maybe I've got some background information that can use, um, tell you a little bit about little behind the scenes stuff when I was talking to, cause I talked to a lot of the guests, you know, for a while before I start recording anything. I want to so, know what Jack Bushong told you that you, that you acted like you couldn't tell us or the government would put you in a meat grinder. <laughs> he like, wanted to go. <laughs> he's going right for the gut right there. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I won't, I I won't discuss any classified no, information. No, yeah. no. <laughs> I know there's things you can't say. <laughs> But yeah, I, no, actually, I was I was going through because um, yeah, this is of course yeah, this is your year in review. This is your season yeah. finale, and uh, I I was going through um, just like flipping through like who did you have on this? Year? You know, it's and, and, as podcasters, when you become a podcaster, you start as a podcast fan, and when you listen to a ton of podcasts, things get jumbled and mixed up. Oh, so, for sure. So, yeah, so I was going through like, okay, which ones, who, who was this year? And, uh, and I was going through it. So yeah, I, I, I can, I could probably come up with something. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. 
All right, so let's go ahead and do this. We're going to go ahead and take a break, everybody. We'll be back in like five minutes and uh, stretch your legs, get a drink, and we'll be right back. And we're going to start with you, Burton, and uh, see what you have going on. So, and, and keep the Chihuahua away. They're, they're scary. <laughs> man, he's got a squeaky toy. I didn't think of this paranormal podcast, and he's chewing on this thing, right? You 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 named the Chihuahua Paranormal, right? I named him Char, Char, Charlie for Charlie H. Brown. I don't know. All right. I'm going to send you guys to the back here real quick. All right, Michelle, you ready for a break? Oh, a little bit of a break. Got excited, though, when I saw Barry bring up uh, the, the children at the school in Zimbabwe. Yeah, yeah. The aerial school, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go ahead and get out of here. All right, everybody, thanks for joining us. Hang tight for a five-minute break, and we will be back with you in a few minutes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. four minutes left to this break. Three minutes left, everybody. Just three minutes.
two minutes left, everybody. Get ready. Two minutes. Alright everybody, we're back. Alright, we are back and live. Let's go ahead and get the guys back in here. Burton is back. Alright, and we got Guy. Guy is back. What's going on? Anything strange happen over break? Everything okay? Yeah. Nothing, nothing strange happened. <laughs> nothing, nothing paranormal or went crazy. So, all right, and just waiting on Michelle to get back. So, I, tried to, I, I did a search to try to find the title of that. I mentioned Ben Hansen did this. Uh, he's doing his PhD and his thesis is on, you know, the, on how you know the consequences on the society of a sudden worldview altering thing and. It's such a good, it's to me, it's a great topic, but I couldn't find the damn video, of course, story of my life, but I wanted to find the, the correct title and I don't know it so much that I can't even find it. I've got it on a hard drive somewhere. So but that's what I did. That's what I did on my summer vacation. I mean, my, <laughs> my, my five minute break. All right. So you guys had a little, uh, uh, assignment you had to get done here so let's see what's going on in chat before we jump into that so we got uh amua mua howdy from west michigan oh, i wonder if that's like battle creek well welcome amua mua 42 thank you we got barry is saying he's in northern michigan awesome awesome nice. maybe around muskegon maybe 
All right, that's good. And let's see what Ian had to say over break. He says, if aliens do make contact with us, wouldn't they bypass world governments and produce a TV signal directly to world population in every language? A possibility. Ooh, that's good. I point, like that. Man. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's that. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. All right. Hey, look, Michelle's back. Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, how about that? Uh yeah. So and I see we're uh Barry's talking a little bit too about uh I think it's the aerial school children. Yeah, that's uh, I noticed he Zimbabwe. I posted a thing on my regular Facebook timeline about a year ago and said, Yeah, I just it was a snippet I took and I cut it out of a video. And I said, how could anybody dispute this? And, of course, my normal Facebook friends, very few people responded. And they were kind of like, I mean, it's just like, how could anybody? That's I give. That's a great point, Barry. I mean, how could anybody look at those kids and that story? And now they're adults and they're, I think, what, what is it? The movie that came out most recently where they're all adults. And oh, uh, yeah. what is it? Uh, that I believe that's in the Phenomenon movie. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. adults, and I mean, you know, one's a uh, civil rights, human rights attorney, yeah, one's yeah. A, like a like a grade school or high school teacher, one's a social worker, and they all say, "Look, this happened with the election." Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah. hold that on. thought, guy, because we've yeah. got Johnny Bongo hitting us up from Northland, New Zealand. Hey, man, welcome, New Zealand, New Zealand. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God! Hi. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. Thanks for uh, cool. joining us. That's amazing. Absolutely. That's awesome, man. Great to see you. All right. So I I promised that we would start with Burton. And Uh, so, all right. Going through like the year in review. The year in review. Let's let's do this. Of the Michigan UFO sightings and paranormal encounters podcast. Um, I mean, well, there were kind of – I, I don't really have like a specific point made on a specific podcast, but um, two of the ones, a lot of them really stuck out to me, but two of the ones that kind of like really kept me going back um, in, uh, in terms of guests, two of them in particular, one of them just as a guest. Um, I loved uh, your episode with uh, Christina Gomez because I still continue to follow her, all her stuff. Like, her videos are fantastic and I thought your guys' conversation was great. I kind of feel like she is sort of like all of us here, just like kind of someone like just kind of going into it and trying to kind of figure it out and, and talking to the people that they can. And, and she's been getting some amazing guests as you guys have. And uh, I, that, that, that particular episode really stuck out to me because I, I thought, I just thought it was a fantastic conversation. You covered a lot of stuff and it, uh, yeah, I, th- I think she, I think she's another, she's another really great one to, uh, to be in the, in the podcast, YouTube kind of community and all this sort of thing. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed that, that particular episode, but then of course, of course I have to give a shout out, uh, to Jeff Colnott because of course he also came on my show uh, uh, cause he's in a band here in Michigan and, uh, and, and it was, it was that, uh, he, so he came on, uh, lost in the dark cause it was before follow the Reaper had come out yet. And, uh, him, so him and I, that was besides you guys, that was really the first time 
I ever got to have an episode on Lost in the Dark where it was all just nothing but metal and paranormal. <laughs> and, yeah. And that was just tremendous fun. And, and uh, that wouldn't have happened without you guys. So there, that, like that, that, that meant the world to me. And, uh, and so, yeah, th- those were uh, of the last year, not to say there weren't others. Those were the two that kind of really still, still clicked today. And then, and then, uh, and then, but of course also, um, Oh wait, I don't know if that was last year. Uncharted X, Ben. I don't know if that was last. That, that was the first year, dude. That was the first year. That was yeah. The- yeah, but we didn't have these lives going either. No, no. So, so yeah, I couldn't. I, I didn't see. I, I, I was like, I don't think I just saw his name when I was looking through him. Uh, but that, that's another one that really, like, still, I still watch his stuff all the time. But, um, uh, but yeah. So, so for me, um, and then, uh, but also, of course. You know, Gemma Jade. We got to, we all, all of us got to talk to her. Uh, 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 Jack, you know, uh, and, and he, Jack Bouchon, man, come on, Jack. That, that, I mean, come on, exactly. Like, he, I just watched him on a Netflix show, and I got to talk to him. That, I've never gotten to talk to anybody from Netflix before. That was crazy. <laughs> so, so no, like, there's been there's been a lot. You guys have have had an incredible year, and and. Uh, uh, and I thank you guys so much for, for everything, uh, uh, including me and these and, and sending Jeff my way and stuff like that. And, uh, it's, it's, yeah, you guys, it's been great. It's been great. Um, I, I guess, I guess a question I would have though is cause like Jeff, Jeff talked, like you, you guys have people that talk about things that aren't, um, ancient archeology span or, uh, UFO. But you also kind of like uh, grind the line between. Uh, yeah, sometimes you go into ghosts, but not really. You never really go into cryptids that much. So I'm wondering, like, is that like on purpose, or or is it just like what what uh, where? Because trust me, as as a podcaster, I know sometimes it just goes and you just follow. It's kind of leading, and and so I wonder, is that on purpose or like? Would you guys ever like have someone on that's like a cryptozoologist or something like that? Or well, we did in the first in the yeah, first yeah. season. Yeah. We did. We had the professional Bigfoot hunter. But honestly, it's kind of hard to get some of those people on. Fair enough. Um, so you know, it's like I'm, when yeah. we put out the call to and we'll I mean, Michelle, we'll talk to anybody pretty much, right? I mean Oh, I don't doubt yeah, yeah. It's just, it, it's like, who can we get? Like, yeah. I well, and I even the the show where we started talking uh, about Bigfoot, it ended up turning paranormal. Yeah. At the end of the well, show. So everything was paranormal. That it's does all happen. paranormal. Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> on some level. No, that, that's a good question. Um, I was just curious if you had like, uh, it, if you had like sort of like an intentional, like, uh, uh, path of people you were going for ufo or not or you, you know not not to say yeah. you were like excluding anybody or anything like that but if you you just wanted to have your like your own like w- the things that you're interested in you know what well, i mean so it, it it really comes down to who can schedule an interview in the amount of time and like the space that we, you know, have available and who contacts us back and who's right. Like Kathleen Martin, man, you know, bless her heart. What a, what a sweet woman. 
and I had just, I messaged her on Facebook, dude, and was like, we need somebody to be like our season finale. Yeah, I've heard so much about you. I've been looking into you. Here's our story about what happened. I sent her all this stuff. And she came on a couple days later, even dealing with, you know, COVID, you know, and, and getting over that. And, and she came on an absolute lovely woman telling, you know, her aunt and uncle's story and, and all the things that she has, you know, done in the community. And, you know, sometimes it just falls into place. Other other people like Jack Bouchong and I have become pretty good friends. Uh, Jared um murphy you know not aliens worse it's us you know author yeah, and we had on here that was another him and i are, yeah. are very close friends jim goodall we've become very close friends um gemma jade you know Gosh. gemma is a, not only amazing as a an empath and a uh i don't know a psychic you know if you buy into that stuff all i know is that the stuff that she has done with us has been crazy she's great but you know so you know uh sometimes i'll hear people on other podcasts and i'll just reach out i'll just hit them up any which way possible um there's still a lot of people i want to get on the podcast but you know it's interesting that you (laughs) you bring up uh you know kind of like is it intentional i'm gonna start focusing i think for season three more on ancient tech especially with me going to this thing in june looking at the uh you know the uh pyramids and south america and central america and there there's some things in the work going on in central america as well i can't get into that because i'm like under some major confidential stuff so uh, yeah i i you know it really sucks, man. But uh um hopefully you can someday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, for sure. For sure. But um, yeah, man, it's just you know, because while Michelle and I had this experience with this triangular UFO and it kind of led us down this path, mm-hmm. the being a science teacher and a scientist myself, I like to actually be able to test a lot of these things. And that's the one thing that pisses me off more than anything about this UFO thing is it's anecdotal stories. And like guy, I believe guy 100%. Yes. You know, I wouldn't, would I believe myself? Sure. But having Michelle next to me, you know, and, and going through it, that changed everything. Right. Literally said if she wasn't there, I don't know if I would have even told anyone. Nope. So, But we both kind of had this, you know, I don't want to say calling. It's it's really bizarre. It's like, let's see if anybody else saw this thing. And then it's just been it down that rabbit hole. You're a scientist. It was a question. Yeah. And that's why I like a lot of the ancient archaeology stuff. Because, you know, obviously it's all political now because, you know, who can control the information blah 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 but you can go and test things you can go and look at things you can go there right now so you know is it intentional kind of but sometimes i hear a cool person on on another podcast i listen to you know and and you know i'll reach out and they'll be like sure i'll come on absolutely man 
you know, uh, Greg Little, Dr. Greg Little. Yeah. That was another one, man. And just, wow, just, it's been crazy. All right, uh, Michelle, what, what's Rick saying? Uh, Rick has said that he's not met a person yet that believes his story that a UFO conveyed a message of warning to to him um, that he had seen a UFO on request, except for his wife. She saw that one with him. Yep. Warning to me. Yep. Or that I saw a UFO on I'm inclined. I don't know. Don't know Rick, but I'm inclined to believe him because there's just not what, much what's in it for him. It. Yeah, this is it what goes back to Burton yeah. saying, you know, what is it in for? You know, what's in it for any of us? For me, it's just it's curiosity. I mean, yeah. yeah, for me, for me, it's like if I if I see something like that, like the 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 experiences I've had at all the paranormal or the supposed haunted locations that I've been to, it's. A, a good story at the end of the day that's really all it yeah. is i i can i can have all the evidence but you know if, if, if i'm all strapped up with the, you know all my gear and everything uh i can have all the evidence but at the end of the day it's something that i got to experience and it's a great story so that's that's what i get out of it yeah well in and you know one of the things i've been thinking about doing lately is maybe even starting a, another YouTube channel or, or adding some videos on, on here and doing basically like 20 minute little earth science lessons to, to teach people like high school, early college level earth science stuff. So that when they do hear a Graham Hancock talking about the, um, you know, the prime meridian and how to read a map and why is it such a big deal that people, you know, 10,000 years ago were mapping places and it seemed like they were using latitude and longitude and those right. kind of things. I, I, I've been thinking about maybe putting together little lessons and, and like little presentations about, you know, plate tectonics, you know, what can happen? What do we know? You know, yes things like that so you know there, there's some things i did have i did i was fortunate enough to have um a professor when i went to michigan state university uh it, it was a class that dealt with can't remember what the name of it was but it was a class that dealt with evolution and, and, and the different time periods and all that stuff graham hancock kind of stuff and and i already knew him going into that class and the professor was actually like he literally, I, I, I remember him, I'm paraphrasing, but kind of saying at one point in time, like, we don't actually know any of this. This is all just the best guess we have at the moment, mostly. Like, he, he really kind of did it, lo like, loose enough to where I was like, okay, like, you're not. You're not coming at me like this is your Bible or something. Like, right. So like, I was, was going to say, that's really nice. Speaks to what I was saying earlier about religious forms of thinking, and I, yeah. I, I'm not talking about religion like Christianity. I'm talking about that, but I'm talking about science and religion, rigid thing. forms of thinking. Rigid, yeah. yes, yes. It's a dogma. It becomes a dogma. A dogma. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. like that stuff. Yeah. And that so this that, is the way plate cool. tectonics works, and that's it, and that's all there is to it, and it's over. And, <laughs> and that that idea actually is a really good one because in in doing pot things like podcasting and learning how like cameras work and, and audio and all that. And 
you know, when you, when you do a podcast, you want to put together a, uh, a thumbnail, right? It took me so long to figure out how to do a thumbnail. Like it was like, I, I, it was so hard for me to use Photoshop. I ended up using a different program. Like it was this whole thing. And so that, that made me think, okay, well, I'm sitting here talking about all these UFO, Bigfoot, ghosts, dogman videos and photographs all the time. But I don't know how someone, I don't know the mechanics of how someone could even fake it. So like, shouldn't I research that to like kind of, give me more leverage to be like, Oh, well, no, that's fake right there. You know, as soon as I see it, yeah. like, so, so to your like earth science, short video things, same idea. Like that's, that's the exact kind of investigating or thinking I, that, that, that thought crossed my mind earlier. Well, you know, and, and I kind of got this idea because um, looking at and, and watching that show with Graham Hancock, there's a lot of talk mm -hmm. of, astrological alignments and things like that. But a lot of people don't even understand, you know, how the earth wobbles, you know, it's a 26,000 year cycle yep. of how, you know, uh, we're used to Polaris being the North star, you know, in, in 10,000 years, it's going to be Vega. It it's not going to, right. Yeah. It changes because the earth's North pole is pointing toward a different part of the, the sky over 26,000 years. It goes through a cycle, you know, so, you know, the summer winter solstice, the equinoxes and things like that, that, you know, there's things like that I would like to put out there and, and try to explain at like a middle school, high school level for people to get uh, a good understanding of what these things are. It's just an idea I'm throwing around because, well, that's what I do every day. So, you know, and I, th I think if you, if you, I, I, I love that stuff. I love that stuff, but it never sank in until later, you know, and it, 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 it like it, and it wasn't until like kind of you, honestly, YouTube videos, YouTube videos where they were like sometimes talking about paranormal stuff, sometimes not where they were just like kind of explain or, or just straight up science things like the cosmos show i know you're not a giant fan of neil degrasse tyson but that no. first that first season of that show i i there was no i don't feel like there was any agenda there 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 was just straight science it seemed like i don't i, I don't remember if he ever got into like like the ages and in the graham hancocky stuff but um but like in general like that was the first time i'd ever heard of a tardigrade you know like it, microbiology some of that and in and, and, and a lot of like earth science kind of stuff ash uh, astronomy astronomy especially because i took astronomy um multiple like i took astronomy classes in both yeah at both of the schools i went to because it fascinated me and and so like all that stuff about yeah the earth wobble and and the north star and 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 uh it, all that stuff has always so fascinated me so Anytime there's an opportunity for someone to 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 have a new um, way into that, especially you know if it's you know entertaining in some way or something, it, it's it's huge. That can be huge. Yeah. Like I think it's a really good idea. Cool. Any other uh, episodes or anything out there? Grab you. I, I think I mentioned, I think I mentioned all mine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, guy, let's go to yeah. you then, man.
Oh man, I'm I'm gonna be like this big flop for your season finale because <laughs> I, I'm old, you know. I I listen get to off my lawn. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I listen to a, a, a few of them. I don't listen to all of them because I just you know I was kind of joking before we went on live, but I've had a heart attack and a stroke, and I'm old and tired. You know, I'm representing the geriatric set here. You know, it's like. I listened to a few of them. Uh, of course, I listened to Jack uh, Bushong with great interest. Uh, and, I mean, that that couldn't have been the, a, a cooler thing for me than to get, because I was, you know, whether or not he believes there, you know, I don't, no, I'm not casting aspersions. I don't know what he believes. I think he seems very broad-minded. But, I mean, I was involved in that, and... Uh, you know, it meant a lot to me to be able to, you know, query query him and talk to him and hear his end of things. And it's such such a cool opportunity for me. And I want to thank you guys. It was uh, really a neat thing for me. This is something that changed the trajectory of my life, the way I think. I mean, you know, and uh, he, I was surprised to hear one thing that blew my mind is, you know, he was very analytical and he was all about data. But at one point, uh, got a siren going by, he gave up that uh, that I think his sister-in-law was sitting at a red light and the car across the street had a classic like UFO saucer hovering above it. So he was much more broad minded than I thought he would be. Um, and just it was just fun. It was just and I appreciate you guys letting me be on and talk to him. It's meant a lot to me because this has really been kind of a, uh, this is, my life is kind of divided into two parts. It's yep. before this event and after. And uh, so that was a big one for me in so many ways. And uh, God, I'm, I hate negativists. I've, I've mentioned before that I listened to, Nathaniel Gillis, and it kind of bothered yeah. me. Listen, this I don't rain on anybody's thing. I, I mean, what I don't do is stand up and say, now I know this is how it is, and you should listen to me, and I know I'm right, and blah, blah, blah. I'm not a demon, an angel guy. I mean, I think there may be entities that are dark, that are, you know, like, just like there's crappy people, you know, and dark, mean, evil people. I'm, I, I wasn't raised in a religious household. I don't know what a, I don't know exactly what a demon is. Uh, I, I don't know that. I think. I think more in terms of the scientific sort of thing. I mean, uh, and and also I think that that those kinds of interpretations of these things further push us away from ever having open contact, I think they're counterproductive. So I'm being honest. I mean, uh, you know, it's nailed me to a cross. They've nailed a few good people to crosses. And I just, uh, I just didn't like, I, I didn't enjoy that. And he seemed like a really nice young man. He was very, very knowledgeable, very well read. If he said biblical antiquity one more time, I was going to put a bullet in my head. Uh, <laughs> I literally was going to take cyanide because it, it felt like a, 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 just a, an overdone attempt to sound scholarly. And, and I'm like, 
and you're telling me that, you know, what aliens are is they're demons that have come to suck my soul. And I'm like, you don't know that. And, and I don't know that it's not true, but I don't, I don't see any well, kind of evidence for that sort of thing. That's some pretty weird spec. For me, it was weird speculation. And, I think, uh, I, well, yeah. playing devil's advocate, no pun intended. Yeah, there you go. But, but, I'm right? <laughs> but here's, here's the thing that, that I've kind of picked up over the last couple of years is that, well, first of all, the, the people that are taking the religious slash spiritual side of these things will look at you, Guy, and say, okay, you're saying that you saw this ship and your coworkers were abducted and stuff. Where's your biological specimen? Yeah, right? well, you're because you, well, but, yeah. but I, I don't want you to answer. It's okay. You're not defend. You don't have to defend to me, man. Trust there me. Are different, I, I don't know you're getting at standard standards of proof, and, right? And, and and there are different standards of proof for science than there are for say criminal law. I get that. And, yeah. And well, see, but that that's the thing, right? So so if it's materialistic, it's got to be some type of biological entity then. So where are the biological entities? That's that's where they come from. And because nobody can produce a biological entity that we know of or a craft that we know right. of, even and though I, we've I, seen I, them. I, wanna, I don't want to lose that thought either. Go ahead. But I'll tell you uh, why we I'll okay. tell you why. We can't. All right. But so then they adopt, you know, they take their worldview and they, they put it into this, right? They right. take the worldview, they pick it up and they slide it over and put that frame around what this phenomenon is. And now they have an explanation and it goes back to what you were saying with that, the, the trauma thing of our minds saying, snap, I can't figure this out. Right. Dude, I'm I'm using, I, I'm shutting things off, and I'm gonna I'm gonna create a pattern that I can deal with in my head, right. because what I'm seeing, it's got to be this, and then I've right. got an explanation. You know, it's just like dissociative personality disorder, right? Multiple personalities. Yeah. Right. Your your brain will compartmentalize and create a barrier that it can deal with even if it's a whole nother personality when you've gone through those kind of traumas. So for them, it is, Oh, that's the Nephilim, man. That's not, that's not aliens. They've been talking about this for years, getting drug out of your home during the middle ages, man. And, and suck you by an incubus, you know, coming right. and taking you away. Yeah. Right. So that's what they apply. Now I'm not saying it's right. I'm not, I'm, saying saying it's, I'm, not saying it's, I'm not saying it's wrong, but I'm saying right. that for me, for me, why wouldn't you start with, we don't know a darn thing, all right? But I would just start with what we know, which is we know as much as we know anything, and that's a deep dive, and I don't even like, I wish we were all telepathic, because words are, words are these symbols we use to, like, convey ideas. Dude, yes. That, that often mean other things to the people we're talking to than we mean, but, but why wouldn't we start with that which is most obvious, which is we know that we're these sentient beings on a planet living in a three-dimensional world. We know that the universe is 
large beyond any sort of real meaningful description, why wouldn't you start there and go, well, we're here and we evolved and we're, you know, we're not, <clears throat> we are neither demons nor angels. We might not be friendly. Some of us might be Jeffrey Dahmer and some of us might be Pope Francis, but sure. I'm just saying, but, but why would, why wouldn't you start there and not with it's, well, I've, I've said to you before, I think on numerous occasions, uh, you know, virtually, virtually every indigenous people on the planet, pretty much when confronted with a white European with a camera, saw a demon or a God with, with a device that would steal their soul. Okay. And, and they have a perfect track record. Absolutely perfect. They were wrong 100% of the time. They were never right once. Not one time. And every every one of those groups of people, that's what they love to. This is in our DNA. Oh, I don't know what it is. It's a demon. It's an angel. It's a, no. Don't you see what you're doing? You're talking. No, you're, they you're, don't. You know, and I listened to him on another podcast and he explained that his dad, dad was an extremely, extremely conservative kind of backslash crazy evangelical pastor. And I'm like, well, there you go. So this is exactly. so, so there's something that I don't know what it is. Ergo, it must be a demon or an angel. I don't know what? Because you know, that makes sense to like them. Me. Yeah, but 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 we have to yeah, make sense to them. And some people think it makes sense to like, you know, cut themselves with knives. And I mean, we've got to there's gotta be some kind of consensus as to how, you know, epistemologically, you know, I mean, you know, how do we come to truth and how do we you know, logic and reason. And does, is that really an acceptable way of determining what's possibly true? And there's a danger in that too. Like I said, when you start telling people, well, don't talk to them aliens because they're demons. They're going to suck the soul out of your body. You know, that's what they're here for. They want to take your soul and that terrific, you know, straight from, you know, the assemblies of God church or wherever you've been. I mean, you don't know that. You don't know that demons even exist. Maybe but but see, by by saying that, that's, that's a button for me. That, that, I, I realize that we've had yeah. this conversation yeah, I know. across Facebook. It's but, dangerous. It's but, a very dangerous. By saying that, guy, by saying that, yeah. they're able to label and identify in their mind, right? So that they can deal with it in the way that they know how. Just like every indigenous group of people just has since the beginning exactly. of time, and they've been wrong every freaking time. Not and right now, once. And the angels and demons are just the current terms. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what what words. You can get into exactly. Does that Look, mean, what does it mean exactly? And Columbus you, and, 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 yeah. yeah. For most people, let's be honest. For most people, we know what demons mean. We're talking about good and bad. Uh, something that was, it's kind of, Oh, wait a minute. It's trickled out of the Judeo-Christian uh, tradition. And it's this supernatural being that's not really of physical form. And it's look at, look beyond at, all description. And, all right. All right, know. guy, take a, take a breath, man. I need, I don't want you to <laughs> have to start popping pills. I but got a blood at, pressure pill here. I got <laughs> <laughs> so, but what look right it? here. What day is it? Here is it. Today is Saturday still. Okay. But right here is a perfect example, and I'm not picking on Rick, but you know how many people I've heard use their interdimensional for Bigfoot, for uh, UFOs, uh, for 
they is so so instead of saying yeah, angels and demons now we're talking interdimensional okay so what kind of technology is being yeah. used to jump dimensions well but i mean that it's like a fallback it's it's a fail safe it's you can't use the unexplainable to explain the unexplainable right it's a fail safe yeah, yeah but i mean safe. when you say interdimensional you're implying at least at least for myself you know maybe maybe i'm unique in this way amongst our group here but you're implying something that is fundamentally scientific. Technological. Yeah. What'd you say? Technological. Yeah. In order to travel, it, yeah. We, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. we would assume that it would require something technological, which and, is and an I assumption. There's a huge spiritual component to these experiences. And I think, I think some of these beings might be very, very, very spiritually ascendant. And, uh, you know, spirituality is everything. I mean, it's everything. It's not even a thing. It's like everything. It's, I think we're probably light beings. I think we probably persist after bodily death. And I, I have my own beliefs and they're not important. But the point is this. I, yeah. I just mean, I just sense that there's a danger when people start leaping to these things. And like I said, they've been, we've done it since we crawled out of the caves. We've been all alive right. all the time and that's it. So, so guy, do you know how many times when I've talked about your story to people and to uh, people about Michelle and you know yeah, her I mean, and I, what we I, saw with the triangle? You know how many times I hear TR3B because that's yeah. been put out there. Yeah, it's it's not a thing. It's not real. I, I, Wait, think, the, it's, I the, think it's disinformation. I don't think the, it's real. The military aircraft is that what yeah. you term? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yes, yeah. yes, I even heard that. I even brought that up to you once on one of these lives. Oh, yeah, and then and then and then you sent me more information. I was like, oh well, shit. Well, yeah, it's 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 disinformation. You know, one of the best things you could possibly do oh. for for foreign countries is make them think you know you got patents out there for machines that can do amazing things. Right. Or right. or maybe they can, but you know they don't know. But, but I, yeah. yeah. Look at look at what Johnny says right here. Johnny says you can't use the unexplained yeah. to explain unexplainable. That's nice. Was, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but but it, but also but also, it's the year end review debate. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well, I wasn't trying. And listen, I know, no, I know, I'm messing I'm, with you guys. This guy, this guy, the young man that to whom I referred, seemed like a really nice young guy. I mean, I'm not much of a hater. I just. I don't no. like just if I disagree with somebody, I don't like I'm not mad at them. No, I, I just feel like it's kind of dangerous to tell people that you think they're demons steering your stealing your souls. And I'm like, man, that's way out. You don't know anything like that. I don't I don't know. It's not true. We There's no nothing in our human experience, in my opinion, would confirm that there are demons out there stealing people's souls. And if you believe that, fine. I just have, I've never seen it. All right. And a lot of people would say to so me, "So, what about interdimensionals?" Well, again, that, to me, that implies a certain level of technology. That, that that's, I'm not. I mean, it's you're not. Doing it, guy. You're doing it. You're doing exactly what you said. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I, I, I take big issue with you. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm saying, All right. I'm saying that perhaps. I mean, we don't know scientifically. Take another blood pressure pill. <laughs> be, yeah, that there couldn't be another dimension, right? You know, I just, I mean, I just feel like this demon stuff is drawn from the Judea, from the Christian Bible 
and it's got and it's got the spook guys with horns and tails and pitchforks and I yeah, like, come on stealing your souls and I don't know I mean how do we know how do we know there aren't other dimensions scientifically the I I I I I we we we, we I I think I think I could be, I could be wrong I could be wrong I could be wrong but I'm pretty sure we we uh, we do I mean there are I think there are different dimensions do we know it for sure scientifically no but it's definitely a very plausible theory right now but when it comes to multiverse multiverse exactly but when it comes to like the demonic stuff i i i i was i was i was raised uh uh catholic and christian christian catholic whatever um and uh i'm not i i i i don't like any of that um uh in terms i do not like i am not a fan of organized religion i do not think it is a generally historically speaking i do not think it is a generally positive thing yeah, uh but right. having but exactly. having but having said that i am clearly a giant metalhead and metal doesn't exist without demonic imagery and so they bring the that supernatural. in and, and the super and the supernatural exactly but but the thing but the thing I've always thought about that is that well here's where here's the kicker here's the kicker because the big one right now right now at this point in time in history seems to be Christianity and they stole all their imagery from people that they conquered so it's like all these different things are just amalgams of other things now they're right. no, 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 they're they're all just frankensteins of everything else and of of all the different religions and cultures that 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 they took over and and forced into theirs and and they took those bits and bits and pieces of those other things to bring in to make it more uh to you take a sugar you take a sugar pill to make the medicine go down or whatever kind of a yeah, thing yeah yeah Right. And and you know that's where the Christmas tree comes from and all these different things and so so it's when when I I agree with you when I hear people say like demons sucking souls well first of all you're assuming souls exist that hasn't been proven and second of all like yeah this imagery that they often describe it's it's an amalgam it's it's a fictional amalgam like it's not any like it comes from fiction like it's not it's it's a it, 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 it it's godzilla you know what i mean it's not no that's you, you, you know, which, I, I think you're channeling me right now right? okay that's exactly you said it well you said it extremely well is that think, well think about think think about ancient people by the way johnny from new zealand says i hope you listen to mastodon oh, i love mastodon Yes, Mastodon, Johnny. Yes. And it's a it's an incredible creature that went extinct during the Younger Dryas. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you to uh, Johnny from New Zealand. How cool is it that you've got, we've got somebody from New Zealand. Man. Yeah. Alicia, I, uh, awesome. Uh, it blows well, my mind. Yeah. Welcome. Um, he says he, he, by the way, he said earlier that he came from the uh, Brothers of the Serpent website, the Facebook oh. group. So, yeah. Shout out. Yeah. I'm like, Wayne, you said something a minute ago, and I just want to get this thought out, then I'll be kind of quiet. Okay, go for it. And blabbing. But you said people will say, and I understand it completely. Uh, this is a, something that's been on my mind a lot recently, is that 
we don't have these craft in our possession, blah, blah, blah. Well, actually, I think we do have some. Uh, that's, I think. Or at least pieces. Number one, if there's one kind of them, just like two things here. If there's one kind of them, there's probably millions of kinds of them. Yep. And some of them are 5,000 years ahead, and they come here, and there's a thunderstorm, and they crash, right? The ones that are 300,000 years ahead, don't do that, right? But but why don't we, why, why can't we, why don't we find these things? Why don't we have our hands on them? And I am convinced, I mean, convinced is a bad word. I, I'm a suspector, not a believer. I think I said that before. But I strongly suspect, having listened to the, the testimonies of a lot of people who appear sane and sober and intelligent, that these things can manipulate time and space. That's how they can get here, right? So if you've got... <clears throat> If you've got an advanced race of beings that are so technological, that are technologically superior to the extent that they could manipulate time and space, good luck catching one and putting it in your garage for analysis. You know, because if I listened to a gal the other day who appeared eminently psychologically sound, you know, just she presented, as we say in psychology, as a sane person. It was in a video. I mean, you know, I didn't give her a Rorschach or a, Minnesota multiphasic personality inventory. Just listen to the girl, right? The woman, and she was very articulate, and she'd been abducted her whole life. She said, and uh, I tend to be, I tend to believe her, you know. And she said on one occasion she was taken, and she was upset because she was like 16 and she had a curfew, and she was going to get home later than she was supposed to get home. She was afraid her parents would be angry, and when she came into her house. It was 15 minutes. She'd been gone like an hour and a half. But when she came to the house and looked at the clock, it was 15 minutes before she left. Okay. So, yeah. And I, I wish I had that video. It's a, It was real interesting. And she was okay. quite believable. So if you're dealing with it, let's just say, hypothetically, let's just say there are beings. They're not angels. They're not demons. They're just some guys that are so technologically advanced with understanding of, you know, non-Newtonian physics, uh, you know, they're way beyond that. They can manipulate time and space. You know, that's why you can't, you know, they, they could clean up if something happened and jack around with things to make it be impossible to ever get your hands on one. That's what Neil deGrasse Tyson, Tyson keeps talking about. Well, we've got a, and Bill Nye, we don't have one to examine and we can't replicate and, uh, you know, we can't validate and test and yada, yada. Well, good luck trying to do that if these guys can do anything like I've just described, which based on my experiences, I think they can. I think they can distort time. And space. <laughs> but, but guy, they're, they're 300,000 years more advanced, but they can't handle a thunderstorm, dude. And they still I have know, lights no, on the outside of their craft. I just said some of them aren't. It's not one kind of them. Some of them are 3,000 years ahead of us. Possibly. If you can travel out in space, you better be able to handle a damn thunderstorm on Earth. Man. <laughs> but what if on but what if on their planet they don't have those? Hey, I, hey. you know, like it, because it's kind of funny to me that 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 triggered something to me too because it's like all these all these movies we got all these all. movies of of aliens coming to Earth and all this stuff, <clears throat> and we even have signs where they're allergic to water, like yeah. It's it's and they come to the water planet seventy percent water like that's crazy right, but also like when in those in in some of these not not the same movies but in some of the same kind of movies when we go places 
we get disrupted by something as simple as a thunderstorm like in in um shit not inception what was the other one uh interstellar interstellar like in that one like they their ship basically crashed because of a thunderstorm on a foreign yeah, planet that was always a big question for me like with roswell i was like okay so they they can get here from you know another <laughs> state of reticuli and I, but and, and to be honest i believe roswell was the crash of an alien ship because there's just so damned many people yeah. who say they saw it. And, and it's like, I was sitting there thinking, how do you expect people to believe you and Michelle and me if you can go online and listen to person after person after person after person after person that was involved in the Roswell cleanup and stuff, the, the mortician, the people in the town, what is it? What's everybody colluded? Yeah. Everybody got together to listen live for no reason. Most of them didn't write books or anything. I mean, and, and to this day, they are. To this day, they are raiding people that live there. Like, literally, we talked about that recently. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm it's, telling, it's crazy. You and me and Michelle, we're being honest, right? But all these other people want to assassinate their characters for no gain. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, there's, of course, there's a few lunatics. There are some people that just want to be. Think maybe they'll get some attention, and maybe maybe they get psychiatric yeah. problems. But I think it's a small percentage of people i think the overwhelming overwhelming majority of people they, they may misidentify something but in cases like roswell where everybody in the town says look we're the base intelligence that yeah. intelligence officer says listen this wasn't from this planet i mean what what they're all they're all wrong they're all lying i mean laddie, come on that's that just on the face of it is just well preposterous idea to me well, on that note, Guy, uh, first of all, I got to thank Rick, Johnny, and Barry. They're having a good old time on uh, in chat, having a great conversation, which has kind of led us into this little little uh, uh, chat we've been having. And Barry said something very interesting that I'm very fascinated with, and it's the maybe we share a DNA memory. And that has pretty much been proven uh, instead yeah. of saying, oh, uh, instead of saying like DNA memory or or housing memory in our DNA, our DNA has been shown to uh, like transfer trauma from generation to tra uh, generation, and I would almost call it that's what instinct is. That's why a, a phobia. deer, yeah, phobias, all of that. Yeah, that's why like a baby deer, a fawn can be born and within a couple minutes be up and walking. Birds. Who taught it that? No. Birds to, to, Birds to migrate. To migration. Yeah. Migration, oh, all yeah. of that. That's pretty amazing. It's, it's shared genetic memory, We, but we call it instinct. And that seems to, you know, put it into a frame again that we can understand. Now, Guy said a lot because, you know, Guy always says a lot. I know. But, uh, dangerous guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't. If I had a podcast, I would not invite me. I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's wrong with you people. Guy would have the easiest podcast to be on as a guest because ah. you would never talk. It would just be all, it'd ah. be the guy show, the guy merit show. I about some of this stuff and I've had a lot of crazy experiences and absolutely, man. I'm, a, I'm, a, but, I'm, a, I'm an emotional kind of guy, man. And, and like when I feel strongly about something, I, 
Yeah, I have to. I, I got to. No, speak. I like your points, man. I, I I like all your points, and I'm playing devil's advocate when I'm like talking about. Well, why do UFOs have lights on them? I think like maybe a, that's part of the propulsion. I think system. you're a we demon. No, you think I'm a demon? I think you're a demon. <laughs> I've been called that before. No, I think you're a lovely guy. And, yeah. Uh, so, you know, but you know. If it if like I see people talking here about military lies and deceit, Area Fifty One, yeah, you know, there's so many layers of that. that how can we ever really know the truth except what yeah. we've gone through, right? right. And so, yeah. so I've been thinking more or less, you know, forget about disclosure. Can we just get closure, right? Can we just yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. right? Can we please? Because yeah. everybody knows the genie's out of the bottle, and those of us that have had experiences and people that maybe not have had experiences but are interested in this stuff, follow it and know what's going on. You can't put the genie back in the bottle. You can erase everything off the internet, but people like us will not forget. Okay, so you know it. That that just you know blows my mind that they're they're doing that, but um. Before we end this for tonight, Michelle, what was some of your favorite from the uh, this year? I think one of my favorites was the conversation that you had with Jack before we even went live. <laughs> That's top secret, man. No, the, the fact that the two of them play Microsoft you Flight Simulator. You don't play Flight Simulator. <laughs> you are Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> But both of them, it's like, if, the, if they're planning on taking a trip, they both do the same thing. They will actually play the, or they'll become the, the game. They'll fly. And fly. take off from the closest airport and actually fly the route. Wait, so, they, they, so they play it together? No. Oh, no, okay. but they do the same thing. So... Let's okay. just say that like okay. Wayne and I are flying into Bullhead City, Arizona. He will hop in his Cessna or whatever it is. A Cessna, really? <laughs> whatever whatever plane he picks. I almost bought will... some land in Bullhead City. I'm not kidding. I almost bought a lot in Bullhead City right across the street from uh, uh And he will fly he will oh, fly yeah. the route landing in Bullhead that the plane that we're actually yep. taking. Because you know what? We'll fly. And if, Jack does the same thing. If that flight crew in that Airbus 320 gets incapacitated and they need somebody to fly that plane, I can do it. I know the routes. Are, 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 you, a, are you a pilot, Wayne? Is you I, I was a general aviation pilot. That's I, what I thought. I, yeah. Yeah, so I flew small Cessnas and things like that. But, yeah, cool, she's man. sitting here making it sound all funny and stuff. But <laughs> I just find it fascinating that there's somebody else out there that does. The there's same a lot thing. of people out there that do. There that. are. There are. Yeah. yeah I, I, I used to install a simulation later. 2001 play it all the time. And, and it's it's real time. Yeah. So like if, if so, if like if you're flying, uh, if, if you're flying from Michigan to uh, um, Las um, Vegas, it takes no, 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 like uh, four hours. God ago. damn it. What's that? Australia. If you're flying from Michigan to Australia, you're sitting there for 24 hours. Well, you can get up and walk away. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you, you can pause and go to the bathroom. It'll put it on autopilot and let it fly itself well, for a little bit. Okay, so there you go. There's the modern technology of today that we can take a plane 
that's thousands of tons, fill it with 480 people, the damn things can fly themselves, okay? They can land in an emergency situation. Most airliners now can yeah. land themselves. Yeah. All right? And once they're above 1,000 feet after they take off, the pilots push the auto button pilot or autopilot yeah. button Set the course, the computers and GPS all are programmed with the routes and what they're supposed to do. And the pilots basically are just monitoring what the computers are doing in the plane with 500 people on board going from Michigan to Australia in in a whole day and fly that long without landing. Now, tell me that's not paranormal ufo it, technology or it, something it's it's seriously like right? the first the first time i ever flew over an ocean was like uh was the, the year before pandemic 2019 was the first time i ever flew over an ocean and that freaked me out like i was like we're just <laughs> we're just over the ocean right it, like it, it was mind-boggling ever since then i've been yeah and ever since then i've been thinking about exactly what you just said and how how it actually works it you're it's i don't know if it's paranormal or supernatural but it is one of the two for sure well if not both if not both so think about this with with modern day aircraft like the big a380 okay the airbus 380 that is a double decker four engine airliner okay that thing four engine yeah yeah it's like a 747 but it's more modern right and that thing is a as a double decker it holds like seven six hundred people okay and it can fly at almost the speed of sound seven miles above the air but get this now when you drive your car and when you fly the older airplanes especially general aviation airplanes when you turn the yoke or the wheel in your car, it's mm-hmm. connected to like a drive shaft, mm-hmm. right? Or, or a steering column, right? And that yeah. goes to your your steering box or whatever. It's and you have power, Yeah, right? you're talking about fly-by-wire. I mean, but, you know. Yeah, we have fly-by-wire now. And what that is, is that there are no connectors to the controls yeah, in weird, that cockpit. Man. Yeah. It's all the, the computer registers where you move that control stick and sends the input via wire, like electronic signal right. to Whoa. the control surfaces on the plane. There are no wires connecting, no no control wires or anything like that connected yeah, no to... Cables, which there were yeah, no there. cables. Thank yeah. you. There are no control cables connected to these modern aircraft. That's why, like... Like the um, B-2 bomber, the the F-117 Nighthawk stealth fighter. These are all fly-by-wire, and that's what it means. You're flying by electrical signal through a wire, not a cable, to a a surface on the wing. And if you pull back, then, you know, it's going to go in in one part of the craft is going to do this. And most of this stuff, like the the F-117, it cannot fly without that computer. It, it's so unaerodynamical that if it didn't have the computer making the constant calculations on the flight, on the frame, on the control surfaces, it wouldn't even get off the ground. Of course, the, the danger in that is the 767 MAX and the ACAS system, which yeah. was a system that 
they put in it because it they moved the engines and it and it changed the, the center of gravity in the plane and they were afraid that it would tend to to, to, to go nose down so that the, they part your nose up and you know if the software goes bad you know it kept pushing the, the nose of the plane down that's how they all died you know it's kind of what freaks me out about it. I kind of like the fly by wire, you know, where it's, where these cables going to the, you know, it's kind of freaky to me. That, it is. It is that, freaky. That, that, Flying that, alone that. is freaky to me. So I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm afraid. And when I was a kid, I saved my money, saved my money and forced my dad was afraid to fly. When I was 12, I forced him to fly, take me out to Bishop airport and I paid a guy to fly me around Flint. And, uh, Oh no. Just like a fly around it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, oh, oh man. That's cool. I was I was in love with Flint last night. That's awesome. when I was in fit when I was fifteen. I went to the fair and Pity got to fly me around in a little whirly bird helicopter. And then I had a couple of really turbulent flights when I was a musician. Went through a real bad thunderstorm coming into Flint one time in a DC ten. Pardon me, Detroit Metro. And I mean it was so bad that when we saw the ground, ninety four was right there and everybody broke into applause. Yeah, for real. I was mm. that plane was bouncing around. In fact, we had to keep. We started to land and we go around again with all these and i just got i developed this horrible phobia of it now i'm i just won't fly and i mean i was in love with it and it just got worse and worse and worse i don't know what caused it uh, now i just won't fly at all so i don't know it's that's actually kind of weird because when i was when i was younger i had zero fear of heights at all and now yeah. I, I i i'll still ride a roller coaster but planes freak me out and edges freak me out yeah like really bad yeah all right just real quick i want to address uh, this from barry um he says wayne and guy yeah. and i'm gonna say burton as well please check uh, out the upper michigan ancient he, site they have a meeting I, and they're really trying to get their story out no what okay is, what email is on site yeah i i well i actually screenshotted an earlier mm -hmm. conversation he With said uh yeah okay. yeah the name is randy Randy B E E Randy B uh and it's called Upper Michigan Ancient Conservatory and they have a meeting and he's talking he said it was something about the younger yeah the younger, younger tribes in old copper mines in northern Michigan that'd be interesting yeah. yeah very interesting yeah I screenshotted it so I would be able to find it yeah no so it, thank you it, Barry and yeah thanks Barry absolutely um learning more about what was going on here in Michigan is Especially. definitely on that on that list of things to do but I'm kind of getting wrangled into some bigger like world things as well well um it, you it, know it, it would be really as, as a as a fan it would be really awesome to hear some of that stuff because that's that's one of the reasons when we talked about the um yep. uh, uh that the graham hancock show on netflix ancient apocalypse uh one of the things that stuck out to me was the snake mound in ohio i was like yes. that's close to yeah Canada. that's wild man yeah that could be a road trip burton oh that could be a quick road trip man that would be awesome archaeology stuff is fascinating it's but awesome, that, yeah. But that, but that, but I've never heard any Graham Hancock, Randall Carson, and in the documentary, I've never heard anybody mention anything about Michigan. When I feel like we were a big part of that glacier movement and all that stuff, there had to have been something, right? And I've never heard anybody. Ha maybe there haven't been any discoveries. I don't know, but like, I feel like there might be something here that we don't know. We have well, these lakes. What if there's something on the bottom of the lake? Well, you know? one of the things I can, yeah. So 
obviously there's the Michigan Stonehenge that they found off yes. the coast of northern Michigan there. Uh, and by northern, I mean uh, it's off of the coast of Traverse City somewhere. Yeah. It's somewhere in there. And it's, it's underwater. And it's, yeah, it's underwater yeah. now. It's a circular thing of rocks. And this is where they think they found the rock that, and it could be pareidolia, but it's the, um, the mastodon or the woolly mammoth or something like that. Snake tattoo. Yeah. Snake mount. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's cool. Oh, um, that's, that's wild. Nice, it, yeah. So anyways, yeah, that's something. Um, and Burton, to your point, I do know that there is some investigations going on and people talking and, uh, I was going to talk to Randall Carlson about this because he brought it up. Is that Saginaw Bay, where you know our lovely little thumb here, you know, right in there, mm-hmm. that that may be a very large impact crater. Well, yeah. That's so it, it's it's doing the research and and getting teams out there to actually look for like the nano diamonds and things like that that would indicate a a, a high powered impact because. That's like what they think the uh, the California bays, right? The, the the all those little or Carolina bays. I'm sorry, the Carolina oh, oh. bays okay. were that impact sites because they're all oriented in, in toward the same direction as if something came from space and nailed the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And they think they were huge chunks of ice. And there has been a guy from the glacier, and there has been a guy out there that has proven that large, large enough chunks of ice could survive low Earth orbit and come back down, strike the Earth, and then melt, creating those little Carolina bays. There, it's pot, pot marked, uh, you know, lakes all over Carolina. And they call them the Carolina Bays, and they don't know really how they got there. the 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 general narrative is bullshit. But but every you know. every every single thing from space coming into Earth has ice on it. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't it no. be possible for something to have enough on it, or to be a big enough chunk of ice? Because do- it was ejected from the Earth up into orbit and back down. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought so this guy like ran some models. Yeah. Right. So this guy ran some right. models and, and used some really high heat stuff on these chunks of ice that he created that would have kind of been, you know, large packed snow. Well, and why, uh, would, why would it get ejected though? Does he say why? Get ejected? Yeah. Why, of the why impact would... of the pieces of the comet into the ice sheet. Oh, so it was a, oh, okay. yeah. Okay. So okay. when the, when the, the yeah. pieces of the comet hit the ice sheet. It threw up into the atmosphere chunks of ice, like huge. Yes, yes. And as the and then, Earth turned, and these things were coming back down, they crashed into the Carolina, in, into Car- North Carolina, South Carolina, and created the Carolina Bays. Yeah. Why is that a crazy thought? See, this is that's oh, what I don't. Oh, get Oh no, about no, no. The, there, there are artesian water wells that that came up to the surface. That's the that's the, that's the narrative right now. So well, All right, no, before no, look, no, before we go, before we got to go, um, Michelle, was there anything else you wanted to tease me about on these podcasts that we've done this last year? No, or, the, the flight simulator was enough. 
However, I'm still looking forward to our friend Gemma getting back to me with the research that she was doing. Oh, for your friend? On, yeah. on that curse. Yeah. So, yeah. I need to text her about that. Now, I just want to say, get this in before we sign off or something. Yeah. Don't listen to me about it. I don't know any. <laughs> Stop no, it. I mean, necessarily. I mean, I, your opinion is as valid as anybody else's, man. Well, the, the, but that's it. I, I want to underscore sometimes. I state things, I'm kind of strident, and I, I state them authoritatively and not meaning to. I mean, I don't know. You know, maybe I'm wrong about everything, you know? Seriously, I'm not I, kidding. I, no, I, I, I do the same. I, I, I feel right. the same way yeah. about things I say sometimes, so I, I completely understand and respect that. Yeah, I mean, I just, I'm, I'm not, I know sometimes I. Jeez, I'll, guy, I'll you're only human. What's that? You're only human. Well, I just mean, you know, sometimes I say things pretty. You know, I'm, I'm pretty assertive and I'm all charged up and kind of emotional and I've got some hot button topics and, and maybe I'm wrong. You know, I don't know. And hey. you have a great voice. So when people hear things coming from a voice like yours, it's a little okay, Imagine if you had a British accent. No, I was the famous. voice of WFJC, Flint Community Junior College. Really? Yeah, I really was. And I was oh, a, that's awesome. I was a DJ. Hey, it's 110 and uh, Got something here about, we had the, we only had like 14 albums. It was this like a uh, 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 radio station for students, you know. They had like yeah. uh, uh, there was a Frank Zappa album. They had a <laughs> Beethoven. It was this weird mix of crap. Nobody you couldn't get it out of the parking lot, right? But uh, yeah, but WJC, <laughs> the radio voice of Flint Community Junior College. You're listening to Guy Merton. You probably shouldn't be because he's going to tell you there aren't any demons in. <laughs> <laughs> you your whole the theology. So. Yeah. That's awesome. You just made Nathaniel Gillis just burn all of his Bibles. And I mean, this is, I'm not saying this just to be a nice guy. He seemed like a really nice guy. I he just is. disagree with him. That's all. Yeah. And, so. and you know what? That's okay, man. We're allowed to disagree. I mean, that's that's the way it is. Because until we have these things walking around and everybody's seeing them and things flying around. Right, and, and we got yeah, not, flying triangles or whatever. Okay? I, I would I would start with the most logical thing, which is yes, sentient beings that grew up on a planet evolved on a different, you know, before us or whatever. That that would seem like where you'd start with this, and then go from there. But damn it, guy, I'm gonna go back to what you started this whole conversation with back at the beginning of this two hours ago, man. It, it's it is a human. A genetic brain thing that we do yeah. to to deal with the trauma. He sees where he sees right. a right. demon or a spirit or a some kind of creature sucking out a soul. We would yeah. see a little green man or or what about the in the the praying mantis creatures? You know that that uh yeah, dozens and dozens. I mean not dozens, thousands of, of people. When we talk to the that they've been abducted, say that they exist. And I, yeah, I've got, the problem I've got is I've got friends. I've got friends that tell me they've seen these things. And, and I mean, they're people I know, you know, and it's like I'm in a group with a bunch of people. It's a small group. It's less than 200 people. And most of those people have seen really weird beings, have had have yeah. had great grays in their rooms and been presented. But it's it's crazy. And or is that people. what they make you see? Well, yeah, that I mean, that's right? 
possible. But the point is this, is that these are intelligent people who have had some kind of experiences and you've got to go, where does this come from? And either you believe, uh, you know, it just seems like it's some advanced race of beings from somewhere. I don't know. That's it. That's all I've got. It's just, I mean, the like best, the best guys, thing, it's some folks from elsewhere, I think. Yeah. Well, you know what? The best way to keep people confused and guessing is to change your appearance constantly and make, yeah. make us think that we're seeing something that well, makes I think they do that. Yeah. And yeah. there's a lot. That's heavily documented too. A lot of people yeah. said there's a gal, one of those Zimbabwe gals, uh, you know, the, the one she's kind of demure and uh, she's a pretty gal. She's, she's the one who's the artist and she's an adult now. And there, there's a very brief uh, video of her on YouTube in which she's interviewed at some conference. And they said, have you ever seen that being again? And she said, well, I don't know if it was that being, but I have seen them, seen them again. And he, he she said, Sometimes they'll appear to you as an animal that you like, like a if you like lions, it will appear as a friendly lion. And and I believe they can do that because I'm a dope. I've had these insane things happen to me, and I'm not I'm not a freaking liar, man. I, I don't need stories. Yeah, I've told you my background with music. I've met Aretha, yep. I've met Muhammad Ali and his dad, and all kinds of people. I don't need a story about spaceships and aliens, man. This is like the worst thing on a freaking planet you could dream up as a this is going to impress you story you know no, this is you're not picking awesome. up any chicks with this yeah exactly again yeah hey baby i'm a navy seal i played minor league baseball no those are cool stories my <laughs> friends got abducted by aliens and i was frozen in a blue light and yada yada who's gonna make this up come on nobody's gonna nobody's gonna do that not nobody but damn near nobody because there's it would take an insane human being to think this is going to benefit me somehow. It, it doesn't. Of course it doesn't. Well, who needs attention that bad? And if you do, that's not the story you're going to pick. Yeah. <laughs> well, just well, actually, real quick, yeah. just real quick, uh, going to what Rick said here, and we're going to wrap this up because it's uh, we've been going two hours and 16 minutes. I should have planned on just doing like three hours, you know, doing a, a season in review we and then we should do like like what is it uh the the, what the turner broadcast does with that christmas story 24 hours, <laughs> 24 hours. <laughs> a 24 hour live stream i'll get a i'll get a caffeine we'll all be seeing aliens. and we'll just uh, i'll get a, an iv in my arm with with caffeine <laughs> and a garden of cigarettes right. we'll do this for like 24 hours till, till we all you know pass out well let's let's you know, lastly, let's look at what Rick says. He says it is us from the first dimension. Now, maybe that that goes to like what Jared was saying, right? Jared Murphy. It's not mm -hmm. aliens. Worse, it's us. It's like yeah. a leftover technology maybe. that's been here since you know seventy six thousand years ago and the eruption of Mount Toba that that nearly eradicated all humans and Terra Preta. And maybe you are accidentally standing on some of that terra preta or maybe a uh, uh, like a church or a, a cemetery is built on some of that soil. You go there. The next thing you know, you've got some kind of latent ability that's been turned on uh, to see things or to hear things because of that soil and what's left. It's really fast. He's got some great stuff, but I'm, I'm going to leave that to 
to let people go and listen to those episodes or come back and watch the the digging up the past and digging up the dirt with Jared Murphy that we did, you know, go back. But all right, we're going to get this wrapped up here, guys. So Guy, want to thank you for joining us. Burton, again, thank thanks, thanks for, for joining us. Thank you, guys. I can't thank yeah. you guys enough. So I'm going to go ahead and send you guys back to the green room here. Hold on. Shoom. Shoom. All right. Michelle, year two, down the drain. It's over. It's been a great year. <laughs> what are we doing mm-hmm. for year three? Well, I don't know. With we'll you see. going to the Cosmic Summit, there's some some things that uh, I'm interested in looking into, but I'm going to keep that a secret for right now. Yeah, I, you know, and, and I've wanted to look more at stuff in Michigan here. And, you know, we've got, we've got some amazing stuff that's going on here that, that we need to see about getting some people on that might already be investigating it. And that would be. Start doing some road know. trips. Yeah. I mean. Sure, why not? We definitely got to get down to Serpent Mound. That's been uh, down in Ohio. We're gonna, we're gonna always to, been on my list. We're gonna have to grab Burton and take him with us. Yeah, road trip, absolutely. All right, Michelle. I know we're leaving all kinds of things out, but just to let everybody. Oh, thanks, Ian. Great show. Thanks. Yes. Well, everyone, have a great holiday. Yep. See you next year. Merry literally. Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Whatever it is enjoy the 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 holidays and uh if you got a story you'd like to tell by the way make sure you email us there's our email right there mi.ufo.podcast at gmail.com and uh johnny thanks for uh joining us man it was awesome and uh glad you could join us all the way from new zealand ian rick obviously rick is here quite a bit Barry's here quite a bit so thank you guys very much for joining us and i'm gonna send michelle to the back here and just tell everybody thank you very much it's been a great year be looking for more of these live streams coming up in january more podcasts coming out for the new year and uh remember keep those eyes to that sky let's go